from the willfully ignorant, the knowledge you won't get none, but don't get it twisted, I too was dumb and then some, support a politician, sit back in that twiddle, his thumbs not understanding that you got your syndrome.
Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. Doing much better on his second attempt, Mom and Shaker. I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. I have no idea what happened on that one. Yeah, you saw that? Yeah, I did see that. That's I, so yeah, weird. I have no idea what happened on that one. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in again for the second time. <laughs> Thank. Sorry about the. Sorry for the uh, fir- first attempt at this that did not work even a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, USB cord fell out, and we were just talking to the recording <laughs> <laughs> that not even the audio people heard. Obviously, but uh, we're here now. We we are here now. Let's thank Low Tide uh, again. Again. <laughs> hey, thanks, Low Tide. Thank you, Low Tide. Bula. Bula. Okay, so why are, <laughs> why are we in different spots? We are we are in different spots. For anybody who missed the video I put out on Thursday, uh, because this is my last show for the summer. I will be back in September. September slash October. I'm not even 100% sure when. Because I am going to be in Alaska selling. And it's not only watches. I'm going to be selling watches and jewelry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I told my mom. And she was like, I like jewelry. Uh, what can I buy from him? I was like, yeah, but he's going to Alaska. So, you know, if you have something that you're able to um, sell right now, um, feel free to come on over and show my mom. <laughs> I'm not even 100%. She loves she loves gold, man. Well, she could be your first sale. That'd be great. My dad would buy her whatever the hell she wants. Really, I'm gonna just I'm gonna email him okay. our products <laughs> and be like, here, look look at all of this. <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, feel free to do so. She and apparently we have many financing opportunities available. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be actually, I'm going to be gone for the entire summer. Uh, I'm going to try to Skype in when I can. I'm not really sure what my work schedule is going to be like, uh, but I'm going to try to Skype in when I can. So that way I can appear on the show. Uh, but today is my last one in studio for a while and I am going to miss the hell out of each and every one of you out there. Yeah. 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 And I'll, it's going to be really interesting uh, to do the show by myself because um, I don't know how good I am at just talking by myself. Mm-hmm. I've done it before uh, for a, um, God, what is it called? Campaign for Liberty. Um, I've done a live Campaign for Liberty talk with the Q&A one time for the Repub- for for the it's a it was a campaign for liberty thing done in Michigan um at a some kind of republican I'm sorry, can club can you say that again Michigan Michigan that's how i say it Are you, Michigan like Mi- there's a t is, in there is it Michigan Michigan <laughs> no i mean ch instead of sh i'm dumb <laughs> yes <laughs> Do you call him the Michelin Man? No. <laughs> what do you call him? Oh, true that. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I am not from this country. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Should be should be a good time. 
Uh, I've never been to Alaska, so I definitely want to get up there. I'm looking forward to getting up there and uh, checking it out. Okay, so we're going to have to continue the show, just you and I, without going live. Okay. Because apparently there's still no sound. So I don't know why that is. I don't either. That's so weird. I don't know why. We did everything right, and it showed up. I mean, the sound came out of your phone, correct? So there should be sound. There should be, but there is definitely not sound. Okay. That sucks. Yep. Well, um, guys, we 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 did we did this a uh, few days ago, and it worked. I have no idea what's going on. We're we're gonna have to just look over the settings afterwards. Um, I don't know why I'm talking to our audio viewers <laughs> as if they're live. Um, right. But we do do a live show if you ever want to join us, and you're a audio viewer or listener. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah apparently there is no sound which is really sad yes okay we'll figure that out later and we can continue on with the show right anyway i'm gonna end the stream okay yeah man we haven't done just an audio show <laughs> we haven't done just an audio show in over a year now. No, no, we did one a few months ago. That we had some kind of problem and we had to do it. I don't remember what it was. We did have a problem a few months ago and we had to do exactly that. I remember. But it was it was a very similar thing where we had to be like, well, we're not going to do the live show and we're just going to do audio. I promise. Yeah. No. I swear, man. 100% no. I mean, I don't want to listen I mean, but, through 30 episodes. <laughs> But by a few months ago, if you mean 13, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, regardless, we can continue on talking uh, to our regular, our audio listeners. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, tell us about Cobra Kai and, you know, your Canadian show. <laughs> Cobra Kai was fantastic. I think I talked, did I talk about it last week? Yeah, you did. Okay. Uh, I don't remember. You did talk about the letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. Cobra Kai was amazing. I'm almost positive I talked about uh, Cobra Kai last week. But if I didn't talk about Cobra Kai last week, it was amazing. Anybody who has not seen Cobra Kai needs to watch it, uh, especially if you're a fan of Karate Kid, which you don't even need to be a fan of Karate Like, if you've never seen Karate Kid, you can still really enjoy this show. Yeah. Uh, I... Was it you or Sean? No, it was Sean. I was telling him how I only saw the first one. Um, That's all you need to say. And the second one, never the third one, because I remembered there was a third one. Yeah. Uh, and I actually really liked it, uh, even though I'm not a, I wasn't a, f I watched it. That's all it was. I'm not a fan. Um, but this show is really, it's really good. I like it. It's super good. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that the YouTube originals are going up in quality because that only means that they're going to make it more money and, you know, by subscribers and ads to possibly have even better content in the future. Right. Yeah. And, uh, they, they just renewed it for season two, which I am exceptionally happy about. Um, they just renewed it for season two. Your flashlight was going off. Oh, that, um, 
you know, because I'm hard of hearing, I made it, fl- it's an accessibility thing. I oh, make it gotcha. flash for phone calls and texts. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, why are you shining a flashlight in my eye? <laughs> um, yeah, they just renewed it for season two, and I'm very excited about that. And apparently the guy from season three, the bad guy from season three, Mike Barnes is his name. Not the actor. I don't know the actor's name. Uh, but Mike Barnes is going to be coming back in season two. And nice. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Because season one, season one was really fantastic. It was, it, it hit all the right, it hit the right amount of nostalgia without overdoing the nostalgia and making it its own story. Mm-hmm. So I just truly enjoyed it. Oh, by the way, I can tell you what the problem is. Again, hmm. um, just for future reference, when when we try to fi- fix this, um, the mic auxiliary yet again is not showing any sound activity. However, it is pulling up on properties, so I don't know. We'll figure it out after afterwards. Okay. Um, my. So uh, I mean, you know, I was hanging out at Bull on the Beach yesterday and. Last night, one of my friends that knows that I am completely in love with The Expanse because I tell everybody about it. Yes, you do. It's been canceled after season three. Oh. And you have no idea. You should see the, the, you should see the, the, um, the media reports on it, like all the different uh, entertainment websites and sci-fi net, uh, websites talking about it. Every no, but everybody's confused on why they're doing so, right? Because like, if you look, if you go to the Expanse's like Facebook page, they have over two hundred thousand likes on that page, and that's a lot for a sci-fi show, right? That but, is not a mainstream show. But how many viewers are they getting? A, I mean, a lot. I, 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 I haven't read exactly why they I, got rid of I was, it. I was gonna say, can they really be getting that? See, this is my theory. I will tell you this. It's this, m- it's this, more than the shitty sci-fi this, shows. This is my theory, is that the number of viewers that they are getting while it's airing or on the streaming sites like Hulu or whatever it's on yeah. is not that high, but what they probably are getting are a lot of people who are downloading it and watching it, Yeah, and they're downloading it illegally, so they don't get the viewership. So to the advertisers, it's not a- it's not worth it. Yeah, I, I I don't I'm not gonna make up any numbers. I don't know how they're doing compared to other science fiction shows on sci fi, but a wild guess here, it's I feel like they're pulling a fox. Personally. I feel like they're pulling a fox. You know a fox all the time, you know, like they're known for pulling out like really good shows for dumb reasons. Like they had done with Family Guy and, and what else? They have done so with a bunch of shows, man. Fox, and I feel that's what sci-fi did. I think sci-fi wants to be the, uh, you know, C and B-rated science fiction stuff, and they don't—they have no interest in in doing good science fiction. And what I'm hoping for, truly, is I hope I hope Netflix picks it up. I really do. They'd be they'd be really dumb not to. I hope they can somehow pick that show up and fund it and well, I mean, make it a Netflix show somehow or ne- or Amazon or somebody. Yeah, somebody. So, some streaming and service. 
Do you think they can do that? I mean, does it have to be an original, or can you think they can? They can probably just buy the rights and continue on with the show, correct? Yeah, I mean, Arrested Development. Yeah, they're gonna so they're gonna finish out season three, but apparently there's no more season three. But there's much more to the story because there's a bunch of books to this thing. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a couple of books. So I'm pretty like I I was bummed out. Um. Because I love that show. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, you, I got Tucker to watch it. He likes it. We talk about it all the time. Um, you know, I have a lot of Trekkie friends that really... Well, not Trekkie friends. I have a lot of science fiction friends in general that like Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, Firefly, that uh, Battlestar Galactica, that think this is even better than Battlestar Galactica, which is saying something. Have you ever seen the show Chuck? No. No. That's a shame because I had a question on your opinion on something. Oh. <laughs> but uh, it's about a guy who gets a government computer downloaded into his head and he has all the government secrets. Oh. And okay. he's known as the Intersect, uh, which isn't a spoiler because that happens in like the first uh, 15 minutes. That kind of sounds like The Giver. Sure. Uh, You've never seen The Giver? I, we have talked about this on oh, okay. this show multiple times. Yeah. Well, The Giver, it's a, it's a book that was turned into a movie. Right. Yeah. And We've uh, also talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, The Giver, the the Giver, there's um so it's like a, you know, for anybody that doesn't know, it's a sort of communistic, you know, it's they're they're different communes, it's way in the future and they've like erased most emotions they they equalize the crap out of everybody like everything is super equal the government tells you what you're gonna do for work blah 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 but there's one person that helps this council that's running everything you know uh for to make sure that it stays communist and and good uh and to make sure that they stay communist the one person has all the knowledge that in the world ever uh, history. He knows all about like the dancing, all colors, war, stuff like that. Um, and uh, you know the 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 giver was dying, and a young man who's known as the receiver, uh, who's going to take over for him. Yeah. Uh, he both of them really uh, revolted together. Um, the giver, the old man, uh, wasn't a fan of really what was going on any longer. And neither was the receiver because he was like, it's worth having the freedom, basically, to experience life even at the detriment of our safety. Very So it's actually a very libertarian movie because it's about the right. individual standing up. You know? And that, that's, that's the premise of, of what the movie's about. Uh, so that's what that sounds like, in my opinion. Just the whole, yeah, because that's, that's the government, like zero, zero, like it. Well, I mean, it's government knowledge. It is government knowledge. It is government knowledge, but not but into di- but, in a but, different, right? Completely, one hundred percent different than that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like if um, absolutely nothing like that happens, yeah, that's what this is like. <laughs> but this guy gets a government computer downloaded into his brain, and then he becomes like an NSA asset. Mm-hmm. Uh, NSA and CIA asset. And it's about his life because he's like this quirky, nerdy dude. And it's awesome and hilarious. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, Adam, like, I was going to see if you considered it to be sci fi or not, which it's kind of sci fi, but not really. And if it does count as sci fi, 
I would nominate Adam Baldwin as the greatest sci-fi character of all time. I mean, science fiction, in my opinion, is uh, focuses a lot on science fiction. You know, like it's scientific, uh, not theory. Um, fiction. It's fiction. It's got bases in science. Uh, I don't know what the step below theories are. Um, Cause it, because, like, evolution is technically a theory, but it's the most probable thing we know where we came from. Um, gravity is a law. There's a step below theory. Um, but... Anyways, regardless, yeah. If if it's if it's got basis in science, uh, I mean, it's and it really focuses, weak. It's really weak. Yeah, it, c- it could be considered it's sci-fi. about a guy who gets a computer downloaded into his brain. Yeah, sort of. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it could be dystopian. Um, it's not. It could be okay. <laughs> the okay. It so takes like, place in two thousand eight or something. Like no, that. no, that could still be sci-fi because uh, Travelers on Netflix is a sci-fi, even though that's based in twenty sixteen or something. Right. Um, I will say that, for example, uh, I mean, I love Star Wars, but Star Wars, in my opinion, is not at all science fiction. It's a fantasy, um, which is uh, that's n- not a hit on Star Wars. I'm just saying there there is not the focus on science. Uh, in Star Wars, it's more of a, a story and a great story. Uh, but I wouldn't call Star Wars science. F- I, I don't think I don't even think many sci-fi people would call it science fiction. Quick question before we continue on with the show: Can I exit out of OBS? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, we don't need that up anymore. So. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Chuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has Adam Baldwin in it. Okay. And Adam Baldwin plays John Casey, who's an NSA agent. Do you want to go over an hour for this show? Yeah. Okay, because we're at like 30 minutes already and we haven't talked politics, which is okay with, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, Adam Baldwin is in Chuck. Uh-huh. Oh, keep cutting you off. <laughs> it's like talking to Sean. <laughs> um... Sean's a friend of ours who interrupts everybody at every opportunity because whatever thought he has is more important. <laughs> um, but Adam, when he gives us our kava. Right. <laughs> but, and that's why I let him do it. But Adam Baldwin is in Chuck. Uh-huh. And he plays John Casey, who's an NSA agent, who is one of the handlers of Chuck. Okay. But Adam Baldwin is also in Firefly. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I was thinking if you count Chuck as sci-fi, you could nominate it, nominate him for the greatest sci-fi actor or supporting actor of all time because mm-hmm. he's in two fantastic shows. <laughs> yeah, that took me a really long time to get there. <laughs> that took me. A lot longer than I was supposed to <laughs> to get there. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's all right. Um, what else have you done this week? Um, well, not a lot. I tried to teach you how to go live on Facebook. I know. It didn't work. Uh, 
Um, I tried to teach you how to go live on Facebook. Other than that, uh, just kind of getting everything ready for my trip to Alaska. You know, dropping off my clothes at the dry cleaner because mm-hmm. I have to dress up every day. Oh, in what business casual like a no. polo and slacks or no? I gotta I gotta wear the suit. Are you you're are you going door to door or what? No, I, I'm working out of uh, out of a building, out of a brick and mortar. Nice. Yeah. So you're working straight for them. You're just being contracted, basically. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. What's the weather like in Alaska during summer? Uh, it's gonna be right now. It's like high of sixty something, low of forty something. Uh, with ninety nine percent humidity. Can you handle the cold? Or no, you can't. Right. I can. I mean, I lived up north for most of my life. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I can. Uh, but during the summer, it gets into the eighties. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's going to be fun. It's funny. Uh, my dad actually worked in Alaska for a summer, uh, on the railroads. So he was doing something a lot more. He was doing something a lot more, uh, well, Hmm. manual than what I'm doing. But I told him I was going up to Alaska for the summer and he was, he was, uh, saying, that he had a lot of fun when he did it, and I should probably enjoy the crap out of this. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to it, and uh should be a good time going up there with uh, our friend Adam Freeman, who has been on the show and had an episode named after him. Yeah, he was on... Wait, he was on the show and we had... Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah, he was talking about... uh Communication skills. Communication skills, yeah. yeah. That was a pretty good show. He, that like, was, I learned a lot out of it. Yeah, me too. Uh, but So he and I are going to head up there, and we're going to be there for four months, and we're going to come back in middle of September to early October. Cool, yeah. cool. Yep. So I was talking with uh, Spike. Uh-huh. Spike Cohen, who does our meme work. Yeah, he does a good job. <laughs> he, does, he does a great job. I love how he does the, um, he goes all out with the uh, uh, Echo Jewish name thing. Yeah. He puts the three parentheses yeah. around his name. <laughs> Spike, guy, guy, guy. But yeah, I was talking with him, and he said that he would be happy to fill in for me anytime that you wanted. And I was like, thanks, man. Awesome, because I was like, I was like thinking to myself, who is libertarian enough that you and I know here locally that I could just bring on the show in your stead? (laughs) Greg Greg Bowen. Yeah, but he's not nearby. Hell, I'd love to have Greg. Yeah, I mean, I wish Greg would just take our spot. Or you know your spot until I, I you're was back. Like, our spot. Yeah, your spot until you. Know, you you have to do the show. Otherwise of course, it's no longer our show. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm certain that Greg will come down cool. and uh, fill in. And Spike said he would fill in, and Caleb said he would fill in. Sweet, awesome. So, yeah, and um, just give them enough notice. Of course, yeah. Uh, Steve from Operation Regroup. Told me he was going to be here today. I thought he would have contacted you and been here. He wants to see how the show goes. Um, 
and we had talked about bringing them on a few times uh and so i'll be bringing them on when you're gone i don't know when um they want to do it they want to get it done with i was like okay that's fine also uh who else uh, <laughs> i was sitting with our friend sean and jeremy approached me yet again to talk about him coming on to talk no. about guns and i was like no absolutely not i was like dude like you the okay i love jeremy man uh i get the first time you know what happened but the second time when like he, underst- did, he didn't tell us until the like the day prior and i, I understand like, the, i understand the second time much more than i understand the first time but it's too many backing outs yes yeah i mean i agree and that's actually that's also what Sean said to him. He's like, "Nah, man, you can back in." He knows like Sean had our back on that, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's an absolute no. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually something I also wanted to talk to you about after the show, which I okay. don't have to bring up to right now. But yeah, that just kind of reminded me. Uh, but um, we should probably talk about some of the week's events since we're. 45 minutes yeah in. sure i mean i mean it's okay to go a little bit over to your last show right. until you're back um yeah um let's uh start off with trump as usual i mean sure there's two trump things to talk about right uh one is good the other is bad in my opinion uh you didn't give me yours yet the Iran thing, but right. let's let's start with the bad first. Then, if it is considered bad by you, um, right. the Iran deal and him pulling out of that, because a lot of people have approached me and asked me about it. They're like, Mohammed, what's your thoughts on um, him leaving the Iran deal? And the only thing I consistently hear, and I'm not exaggerating this, is. People keep saying, well, the Iran deal hurts us, and that's it. They never give details. Um, I don't see how the Iran deal hurts us personally. I don't see. Okay, so I don't see how the Iran deal hurts us, and I actually am in favor of us pulling out of the Iran deal. Okay. Uh, The Iran deal was not a good deal. I I hate to sound like Trump when I say that sentence, but I mean. It's okay. (laughs) <laughs> but it, it wasn't a good deal. Um, in the deal, it stated that they are not... Uh, in the deal, it stated that they are not... They're not stopping their nuclear programs. Okay. It's not that. It's that they can't build nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. Right? And... They said that they aren't going to stop backing terrorist organizations. That's actually one of the stipulations. In mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, and God. Yeah, but they don't. Can I mean? I sincerely doubt they use the word terrorists because you know, one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. Right. I understand that. Uh, Hezbollah is backed by Iran. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And That's a group in Lebanon. If you guys don't know. Uh, now taking over Syria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so now they're taking over Syria. Uh, Let me say this: parts of Syria, because Sunnis and Shiites still don't get along that well. Right, but with ISIS 
all but destroyed in Syria, Hezbollah has been taking over those factions. Yeah, Sunni faction is getting kicked out. Shiite faction is going to come in. Right. So the deal wasn't good, and the deal was not a good deal. And I kind of wish I had the notes on that one pulled up, but I don't. Uh, But we, like Dave Smith, who I respect unbelievably, Mm -hmm. uh, he tweeted the other day. I think it was the other day. It may have been today. He tweeted, he said, we've been hearing for decades that Iran's going to make a nuclear weapon. We have a deal saying that they won't. And we pull out of it. It's like we want war. And that's and I understand my view. I do understand that. I one hundred percent understand that. Uh, but with the amount of with the way the deal is set up, they are allowed to make enough nuclear resources that they wouldn't that it wouldn't be necessary. And the only thing that they could use it for really would be a weapon. Mm-hmm. So, and this comes, this possibly comes from me living in a neocon household most of my life, Mm -hmm. but I don't trust that they were just going to be like, oh, we just want the surplus of nuclear. Like, I think that they wanted to make a weapon and they saw the deal as the best way for them to secretly do it. And uh, Netanyahu came out this last week. Did Did he have a drawing? (laughs) <laughs> let's say he had more information than uh colin powell did when visual he, aids right <laughs> the un he took out i can't remember what it was it was something like ten thousand documents that were illegally taken from iran okay. that he was i don't i don't trust israel the israeli government i don't trust you and i don't trust netanyahu i well i yeah and i don't i don't trust many people in the middle east yeah it's just like if you've got Netanyahu saying, oh, I've got nuclear weapons, and then you have the Ayatollah saying, oh, no, we don't have nuclear weapons, I'm just like, well, let's just get out of the entire thing and not have to deal with any of it. I think, and I'm not a fan of Iran, I think as a sovereign nation, they should be able to enrich whatever uranium they want, um, whether it's for civilian or nuclear weapon purposes. Yes. 100%. They should be able to en- to enrich whatever uranium they want. Mm-hmm. We should not be in a deal with them. Okay, I get it. Because we'd be complicit somehow. Yes. I can agree with you on that. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, the it's like funding you know funding of other nations. Like us being in that deal with them, then gives them permission to do it. They should have the permission to do it, no matter what. I don't think that we need to be involved in that in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and I'll say this, because uh, so I've said this about China in the past, and it applies to Iran as well. Historically, for at least over a thousand years, give or take, no, we actually, that's not even fair. More recently, like um, past empires, Iran is not an aggressor nation. I mean, after the Persian empires fell, that's what one of them is the Parthians, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which I killed off your entire Parthian <laughs> team. They are all dead. Yeah. 
Um, he left his, for those of you who don't know, he left his computer at my house and then he texted me and said, hey, will you make sure that my Parthian army is okay? I wanted him to continue taking over the, the uh, successor kingdoms after Alexander died. You know, like go over and take over the uh, Selo- uh, the Seloquids and... What's the name of the game? It's uh, Total War Rome 2. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so his entire team is dead. Yeah. <laughs> the entire thing. Because yeah. I don't play video games. Yeah. <laughs> um, but most recently, Iran is not an aggressor nation. And yeah, I mean... Okay, North Korea... Iran, what they're doing reminds me of, and I think they're called, I think, the pufferfish. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what pufferfish are. Okay. I don't know if that's the real name or not. It um, is. I mean, it's not their real name, but it's the common name. Okay. I think it's a pufferfish maneuver, you know. Um, they're small. They're alone. You know, they're not really backed by anybody. Maybe, yeah, Russia kind of backs Iran, sure. Yeah. But I, it's a puffer fish, you know. I, Iran's not an aggressor nation, and I don't... Mutually assured destruction is a thing when it comes to governments, and I don't think that Iranian government is that stupid, you know. I, I mean, dude, they're close to having a rev, a, another revolution, a secular revolution on their hands. Um and if they get all warmongery, these young, the younger people in that country are not okay. They're not, I mean, you know, they're, some of them are pro-Western, some are not, but they don't even like the government. And I think if they risk their nation in something like that, I think they, um, uh, crap, what was I going to say here? I think there, there would, I think they would rise up personally, you know? I don't know, though. I mean, there's no way for any of us to know what... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no way for any of us to know. But I don't think that we should be in a deal with another country that either allows or disallows them to do this. Mm-hmm. So, like... With yeah, North, and I can see that. With North Korea, we're not in a deal with North Korea. North Korea is dismantling their nuclear yeah. capability. Yeah. They're dis So, the... the they're dismantling it in the next few weeks, and they want to do it before the meeting on June twelfth. Yes, that's the one. They're that's when they meet up with Trump. Yeah. So that's not because we're in a deal with them. That's because that's what they are doing in a good faith yeah. sort of situation, which I understand. I don't think we should be giving them foreign aid. We're going to. No, of course not. Yeah, we're going to, but I don't think we should. Um, But with Iran, we went into this going, okay, you guys can make as much nuclear. You guys can enrich as much uranium as you want. I'm certain it's not as much as you want, but I don't have the numbers in front of me. Mm -hmm. Uh, You guys can make as much uranium as you want, uh, and we'll give you aid. And, you know, you can still back the terrorist organizations but uh-huh. you're right one terrorist organization is another man's freedom that's fighting. just how it is right yeah. um, and I just don't see I just don't see how us being involved in this deal 
in any way helps us. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, oh well, we got they they aren't going to make a nuclear bomb. I don't buy it. Like I don't buy that. If you're making the nu- if you're making the uranium, yeah. I feel as though eventually it's going to be okay. Well, let's make the bomb. Yeah, it's going to lead there, no matter what. Yeah, but you also have to understand. Also, um, North. So North Korea and Iran are uh, like yeah. From our perspective, they're both kind of the same. Uh, but f- but the Iran is very different from North Korea, in a lot of very important ways. One of them being the non-stop Western and even specifically this time American intervention. I agree with that, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm also for di- not intervening. Over yeah, that. yeah, yeah, and also, well, you know, for our viewers, and also listeners, you have listen. to listeners. <laughs> also, uh, Iran. So from there, you have to put yourself in their shoes, whether you like it or not. Israel and Iran are not friends. Israel right. has nuclear weapons. Fine. But they're going to say that they should have some too. Again, I am not against that. Yeah. We should not be the reason that mm. they make it or don't make it. Mm. I don't think that the deal is necessary for a war. Like, we talk about the Tenth Amendment and how each state should have the right to do Mm-hmm. what each state wants to do. Yeah. Which you know, the sovereignty of the states is one of the most important things yeah. in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. It is one of the most important uh of of the uh bill of rights. Yes. Um <laughs> you powered through that one. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, so we've got it where each state is supposed to be its own sovereign nation, essentially, sort of. But, you know, we're still under the, the federal government. Uh-huh. Each, but if, let's say, let's say uh, Germany made a deal with us on how much uranium we were supposed to make and whether or not we can make an atomic bomb. Uh-huh. People would be like, no, fuck, fuck that. I'm not listening to yeah. I'm not listening to Chancellor Merkel. Yeah, yeah. and that wouldn't work. Yeah, with uh, a, with Iran, it should be the same thing. It should be no. I'm not gonna. I'm not doing this deal. Like you don't get to tell me what I can do in my country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of similar to like when we were talking about Iran being bombed or whatever. Oh, I'm sorry, not Iran. Um, Syria being bombed. Um, uh, you know, and people were like, oh, well, we don't have to declare war. Um, it's just a uh, limited strike. And people were justifying uh, what... When, oh, I apologize, guys. Syria. When it came to bombing Syria, you know, everybody said, oh, this is uh, just a limited strike and it's not an act of war by us. And I don't know if you guys remember when we talked about that, I said that is one of the dumbest things I have ever heard because it doesn't matter what we say, you know. The people in the Middle East, the people of Syria, the Arabic people, uh, the nation of Arabs, 
um the the uh the i forget what it's called the um the arab league um doesn't have to see it the way we see it they do not follow our constitution and they don't it doesn't matter what congress says or what the news pundits of fox and cnn say what they see is yo the united states of america just bombed syria that's the only thing that matters whether you say that it's an act of war or not um and yeah it's i mean that's it's to me it's the same thing you know like you can't you know say sovereignty of nations is important you know uh america first you know uh israel is a sovereign nation they should get to be able to do whatever they want uh and then only apply it to the united states israel and western nations why does that not apply to iran as a sovereign nation syria as a sovereign nation and the rest of the middle east as a sovereign nation no they're going to see it as an act of war yes so and i and i agree with i agree with that 100 percent it's like I'm not going to tell Venezuela they can't be socialist. Yeah, I, I would hope they would figure that out on their own, but they aren't yet. I'm certain that's coming. The people, the people realize it. <laughs> yeah, the, the the people understand that they're they're hunting dogs in order to eat. Yeah, but like I, I had somebody tell me, uh, Venezuela is not a socialist country; it's a dictatorship, and I was like. And like that's typically what happens with socialism. Gonna, what yeah, I mean, that's honestly part of socialism. You need a dictatorship of the of the people, right? You know, the workers or whatever the hell the workers' uh, representatives are, which in this case is whatever name is that socialist party is that controls Venezuela. You know, like it's socialism. It's socialism, and yeah, I. I'm not going to tell them not to be socialists. They can be socialists if they want to be socialists. I think it's a terrible idea. Just like I think if Iran makes a nuclear weapon, I think that's a terrible idea. But we should not be telling them, no, you can't. Because if we're going to allow Israel to do it, if we're going to allow Britain to do it, if we're going to allow India to do it, why would we tell Iran they can't do it? Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember if I said this before. I may have very early in the show. Um uh, about the whole mutually assured destruction thing, and people are like, "Oh, that was during Iran." The North Korea talks. Uh, maybe. Uh, I, I Iran people are saying like Iran wouldn't care. Those Muslim fanatics, which sure they may be Muslim fanatics, would bomb Israel regardless with their nukes. But I mean, you look at friggin' Pakistan and India, who are not friends. They're bitter enemies you know even from a religious point of view you know the muslim those muslims and hindus really dislike each other while they had nukes they still had two wars and a few different skirmishes throughout the last 30 years right not a single nuke was dropped by the muslims or the hindus because people are not stupid it is a really good deterrent though i think you know what people are worried about is we're not going to be able to boss people around as much in Iran if that's the case. So, Right. And so that's why I think it's a good thing that we're getting out of this deal. Mm-hmm. 
It's not because I'm like, yay, let's give. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not because I'm like, yay, let's give Iran a nuke. It's because we should not be in charge of how another country is running itself. Yeah. Um, Just like I would not want another country in charge of how we run ourselves. Yeah. So, because imagine how many people would be trying to tie our hands right now. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, that's my thought process on it. Um, which is, so when people were like, oh, he got out of this deal. I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. I can, I definitely understand what you're saying. And I guess I agree with you now on that. Um, okay. Moving on. Uh, let's talk about, uh, something I recently, um, read today and yesterday. People are still talking about it. Um, Seattle uh, is imposing on potential multi-million. Yeah, because the mayor might uh, veto it. The mayor of Seattle. Yeah, they're one signature away from this passing. Yeah, however, the council did vote five to four um, to pass it. Now it's up to him to... But he apparently he's not a fan of it, so hopefully he does veto it. Although he might be risking losing his mayorship over it, but I hope his convictions and thoughts on it and principle outweighs say, con- him convictions being convictions as in principles, not convictions as in arrests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hope that his principle outweighs his potential to be re. Um, Reelected as mayor, right? I hope so. Um, but the Seattle wants to impose on really big companies um, a head tax of five hundred dollars per person. And as soon as I read that, I was like, "Why?" And that's not even the title I saw. It wasn't about the tax itself. It was about. I, I the title that I read that that showed that uh that I found out about this was Amazon is now halting expansion yeah. into Seattle because of this. Right. So for for companies that have at least twenty million in annual gross revenue, uh huh, the companies would be taxed for each employee at a rate of twenty six cents per hour which could cost a company such as Amazon $540 per employee a year. And with a company like Amazon, that's a good amount of money. Yes. That's a good amount of money. And they could easily move their business somewhere else. Of course, yeah. Which would just take all of, not only all of the taxes that you're already going to get from Amazon out of there, but you're also going to get uh, all of the job loss. Yeah. And other companies that may think about it but just haven't said anything. Right. Which I'm certain that Seattle has multiple companies that are doing $20 million a year in revenue. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Mariners. Dumb. It's, it's, it's d- Why? Why? Yeah. Why are you people doing this? Uh, that's something <laughs> uh, on that post I made yesterday. I was at the DMV to get um, the title for my Mitsubishi so I can sell it. Um, and uh, when you were saying that you were sitting next to a guy from Chicago, yeah, 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 uh, cool, yeah, cool dude, whatever. Uh, we we talked for like three or four minutes. 
Um, and then, you know, I joked that we need, like, immigration control here. Eh, you know, because you guys probably have heard me before joke, joking about uh, deporting everybody here from, <laughs> from New England and, like, Chicago. Um, and it always baffles me that these people... I'm okay with, with people escaping these destructive democratic policies in their states and coming here and enjoying the lower taxes and lower prices of our amazing beautiful republican states that's a so i grew up in virginia Mm -hmm. as you know uh i don't know if our viewers knew it many people think i'm from tennessee i'm not yeah um i grew up in virginia and when I grew up there, it was a red state. Mm-hmm. 100, like, it was red. Mm-hmm. Y- you knew Virginia was voting red. Mm-hmm. And as of recently, it's become more of a swing state. And that's from people like uh, New Yorkers and Massachusettsians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However they say it. People, Bostonians are all from Boston. Every, every one of them's from Boston. God bless those people, though. <laughs> Love those people. Um, Connecticut, you know, Vermont, they all are leaving there and moving down mm-hmm. to get away from the high taxes yeah, and all, all that. over the South. Right. And then they're coming down and they were moving to Virginia. And of course they were moving to Northern Virginia. <laughs> let's, let's stay as close as we can. Right. Let's stay close, <laughs> but still get the lower taxes. And then they're voting for the same things that they are trying to escape. Yeah, yeah, and that's what that's what I was telling my friend, our friend, if you if you consider her one, uh, our friend Michelle, because uh, she, she's from Chicago and she's a freak, you know she's a liberal, like as liberal as it gets. She's yeah. a Democrat, and I I was like, then why do you people move here, you know, and then vote for the same crap that caused you people to leave? Right. Like I'm sorry. All of you people leave because of the taxes. It's not the weather. Some of it can be, but because of the large numbers of it and because of like uh, surveys they've done and interviews, especially from New York and Jersey, yeah, it's taxes. People yeah. people are getting killed up there and they can't handle it anymore. Right. So they come down they come down the the more conservative states, yeah. the more economically conservative states. Yeah. And they start voting for their policy. Yeah. They're yeah. the same policies that they're running from. Yeah. And I've never understood it. Yeah, me neither. I've never understood how they don't see the hypocrisy of oh, well I need to leave these high taxes. Yeah. And then come Come down here it's serious, and then vote for the high taxes. It's seriously one of the most confusing things ever to me. I don't get it. I don't either. You know, and I, 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 I welcome anybody that's moving here, but, you know, it's a joke about deporting people. It's definitely a joke. Immigration control is a joke. But I also, I say so just to show how serious I am about my confusion <laughs> to the the way the way these people think you know it it baffles me yeah it 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 has not made sense to me ever yeah i mean i figure if you're leaving the high taxes you're learning your lesson yeah but then you're not yeah people vote with their feet so i saw um oh um this has nothing 
to really do what we're talking about. I watched that hour and 10 minute uh, video of Dave Rubin uh, at quote unquote University of New Hampshire. Um, so they didn't let him on the campus and he ended up being in a hockey rink. I was like, why is it quote unquote? Because it <laughs> gotcha, was a hockey yeah, rink. Gotcha, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? And, and he said something that I've said before. Um, if it's so bad here in the United States for minorities, why are they still here? Or, you know, if you feel that you're oppressed enough, why are you still here? People don't escape the United States. People escape to the United States, which right. something we've said before, like Cubans making, you know, boats out of trash and waddling their way up, you know, to Cuba and Miami. <laughs> or, you know, Mexicans. Like, yeah, of course I get why Mexicans are leaving. There are better opportunities here. It's safer. Safer is a really big one. Because of that drug war there. Like, it's... I didn't even realize Mexico was in a literal war. I guess they are. Like, in a literal war with the gangs. Yes. Um, the cartels and all that. Like, okay, yeah, it's safer here. Um, like, yeah, people vote with their feet. They're going to go where it's safer, where it's better, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, yeah, no one's escaping the United States. People come to the United States, you know? People leave Africa, which is dangerous, and come to the United States. Yep. All over Africa, from Egypt on the northeast to Morocco in the northwest, all the way down to South Africa, people come here because it's better than, and we talked about this one before, the shithole countries that they came from. And, yes, Egypt, my country, is a shithole. I know it is. Yes. So. Well, I don't know. I've never been there. <laughs> I can only base it on what you've told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, did, completely off of that topic. I don't know why this reminded me of it. Did you see the school that is doing the all-inclusive cheerleading program? <laughs> no, but guys can cheerlead already, right? Not that. Some girl didn't make the team and her mom threw such a bitch fit that they just said anybody that tries out makes the team. Oh, what? Yeah. She was, they were crying about it. I mean, like all of my hard work isn't worth it anymore. Yeah. All of the work that I put forth isn't worth it anymore. And it's like, why are we just pandering to everybody who's sad? Like I didn't make the basketball team. I'm certain a lot of that was because I was five feet. <laughs> yeah nothing yeah literally five feet yeah and it's like why are we why are we pandering to these people like yeah you're making a team yeah and granted and i'm sorry for anybody that this offends cheerleading is not really a sport mm -hmm. but i get it you do competitions so i'll give it to you yeah yeah right like i mean some teams get really famous you know uh oh my uh Cowboys, right? Oh yeah, the 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 Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Laker girls, right? It's like if I were to join a if I were to try out for a dancing troupe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how to dance. Is it called a troupe or a trope? Question. T r o u p e, right? Yeah, I think it's a troupe. Okay, okay, I think. Yeah, um, I'll have to Google it later, <laughs> but. Uh, so if I try out for a dancing troupe, that should not guarantee me a spot on the dancing troupe. 
Mm -hmm. Like I am not a good dancer, and I know that. Yeah. When and this all inclusive bullshit policy that we're going with of we can't hurt people's feelings because what we want to do is make sure that nobody's feelings are hurt and anybody that's willing to try out is willing to you know is going to be able to play. That's not life. Like. Just because I want to do open heart surgery on somebody doesn't mean I should do open heart surgery on somebody. And yeah, cheerleading and open heart surgery, definitely two different things because people's lives are at risk. Except if you think about it in the fact that if somebody is doing a basket toss, I'm really embarrassed that I know that off the top of my head. If somebody's doing a basket toss of another person and they don't know how to properly do it, they can drop them and they break their neck. Yeah. So, yes, like, lives do matter. Like, more lives matter in that than it does in basketball, which also nobody would say, well, my son wasn't good at basketball, so my son isn't good at basketball, but he tried out, so he should be on the team. Nobody would say, no, he shouldn't. We're trying to win. Yes. So... It's it has become absolutely insane. You've got the Boy Scouts who are now just the Scouts. For so I've heard. Uh, well, before we talk about Boy Scouts, yeah. When uh, when I was in Bogus Vega High School, I I tried out on the soccer team, and I'm not the greatest soccer player. I made second string. It happens, you know. Like if you're not good at something, you're not good at something. People are not equal. Not everybody has the same abilities, you know. My abilities are best saved for reading books and video games or something. I don't know. Right. You know, it happens. You're really good at that. <laughs> um, and yeah, the... I think. So I've heard... Uh, I was pretty unhappy with what happened with the Boy Scouts. I've heard... Okay, I've, he- I've heard some compelling arguments for it happening. Um, and... So, like, but here's what got on my nerves is people were doing that whole, there's an argument that a lot of pro-choicers bring on uh, the pro-lifers is, um, so people were basically saying, if you've never been a part of the scouts, you shouldn't even talk about it. And I'm just like, no, no, I'll, I'll talk about it all I want, actually. No, you still can. That's fine. Yeah. As a former scout, you, you were a scout. I was nice, dude. Um, I didn't make it very far, but I was. Why? Uh, it definitely cannot be your ability because no, it wasn't that. It was um, at the time I was doing swimming, basketball. You know the league that they do have to take you because you're paying them. Yes, um, <laughs> not not the school league that you try out for. I was doing swimming, basketball, school, and uh, church groups. And trying to fit scouts in just became too much. And it was the one that I did enjoy the least because I had the least amount of friends there. So I stopped. But, I mean, I went through. I did I did the Cub Scouts for all of the years. Uh, if I thought about it hard enough, I could probably remember all of them. And it's like you've got the Bears the wolves, the something else, and the Weeblos. And then I became a Boy Scout. And I was a Boy Scout for like a year. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, it It was a fun time. 
Like we had a really good time doing this. And I'm not saying you're not going to have fun when women are there. In fact, you're probably going to have more fun. But at the same at the same time, camping trips are going to have to be super like they're going to have to be more watched like more chaperoned. You're going to have to have different more rules are going to come into play. And instead of instead of trying to instill the fundamental uh, ideals of the Boy Scouts, you're going to have to reform those and reshape those. Mm-hmm. What they should have done instead of making it an all-inclusive thing is, yeah, we all understand the Girl Scouts suck. They are a pyramid scheme for selling cookies. <laughs> well, uh, I think the Girl Scouts is a for-profit and the Boy Scouts are a non-profit. non-profit. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's how they have... I mean, if that's what they do to fund themselves, you know? Right, but they also... Like, I don't believe... And I could be 100% wrong on this. I don't know because I never joined the Girl Scouts. Mm-hmm. But... I feel as though what they should have done was create a different... They should have just created a different group, their own separate group. And, you know, granted, you can't call it the Girl Scouts because there already are Girl Scouts. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like the Outdoor Girls of America or whatever. Well, what I found out is the Boy Scouts for a while now have had females or girls uh, in separate troops. And And that was kind of something called ventures or venturing or something. I don't know. That was also up to the local regional people to decide. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't, that was something they said, okay, you guys can decide if you want to do this or not. Uh-huh. But for them to change the name to just the scouts, it's like, why? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, just. I'm tired of all this. Everybody needs to be included in everything. No, they don't. Yeah. No, they don't. Uh, and I know that when I say this, I am going to sound like a white cis male. Which you are, but whatever. Nationalist. Oh, nationalist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's like, you know, we've got uh, Black Pride Month. Uh-huh. Totally fine with it. Don't care. Don't care that we have it. Yeah. Not even a little bit. Um, but if there was a white pride month, there'd be a problem. Yes. Right. We have. Uh, yeah. Cause you have institutional. Blah, 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 blah. Right. 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 You know, so, you know, like you've got the gay pride parades. If you had a straight pride parade, there'd be an issue. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not saying I want those things, but I am saying Sometimes you don't need all inclusivity. Yes. You don't need total inclusivity because you have certain you have certain things where there is not inclusivity and then you have certain things that there is. It's fine to have these things separate. I agree. Like locker rooms. Yes. I have no Sorry. idea what Muhammad is doing right now. He's just kind of staring at his computer. I apologize. Um, 
he's he's giving me the the answers that I give to people when I'm not actually listening <laughs> to them on the phone. No, no, no. Inclusivity. Yeah. I've been, I've, I, I, I was listening. Yes. I, I know you were listening, but <laughs> I was like, I, I need some feedback. True. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, because of this whole switch that we were going through, I was, uh, making sure that I still had my, uh, admin login for our page and everything just so i can get ready for that um but yeah no no i was in on something called the raiders team uh if you're ever in junior rotc in high school you know you might know what the raiders team is and i was actually on the second tier yeah i'm pretty i'm second tier in a lot of things in life uh, i was on the second tier mill uh team and the primary mixed team um, like I have nothing against females doing male, apparently male things. Um, cause you know, I heard like, yeah, I heard a really good argument is, Hey, girls want to, uh, do a lot of the stuff that the boys do. And I, th- I'm not against that. I think that is super cool. And I was wrong about my opinion on that. Um, that's the market speaking, you know. So, I sincerely was hoping that the Girl Scouts itself would respond to market demand on what girls want to do, so they don't have to worry about the Boy Scouts allowing girls to do Boy Scout. Because I mean, the Boy Scouts don't have a monopoly on orienteering and camping and all that stuff the, the boy scouts aren't the only scouting organization for boys yeah 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 so like i'm i'm not against it i get it but the thing is is so somebody had said this and i agree with it uh even though i've never been a scout is the the boy scouts and the girl scouts are the original safe spaces that are not government you know made you know, young boys can go to young boy stuff. Young girls can do young girl stuff away from other, the opposite gender, you know, have closer camaraderie, both of them, blah, blah, blah. Right. I, I agree with that. That's why I. So here, here's my big question yeah. about this entire issue is with the Boy Scouts now changing their name to the Scouts and becoming all inclusive. Um Apparently with separate troops, but still, you know. Is that what it is? That's what I... That's... that's Yeah. It's with separate troops, but still, okay. I don't... But... I don't know how it's going to be implemented, though. Right. But here... But here... But here is the important question about this. You're going to get a number of members of the Girl Scouts who are going to be switching over to the now aptly named Scouts. It's Scouts... BSA actually is it Scouts BSA yeah <laughs> which is it's like the boys are still there in the right. acronym but yeah uh-huh so you're gonna get a number of girls leaving the Girl Scouts to move over mm-hmm. that is gonna mean less thin mints are out on the streets once a year and that <laughs> is going to upset me which shows that there will be a breakdown in the free market because I need my Thin Mints every year. Yeah. And if it ever comes to a point where I can't get my Thin Mints because the children or child that I buy it from, whichever one of my friend's kids has 
a child, whichever one of my friends has a kid that is of the age of Girl Scout level, like I am going to be upset because I need my Thin Mints yeah, and my Samoas. And if you're in a different part of the country and you, they don't call them that there, I'm very sorry. I don't know what they call them there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like this could cause a breakdown in the Girl Scout cookie line. And I need my Girl Scout cookies. Like those things are, you only get them once a year. Yes. So you got to stock up. So I would be, af- I'm more afraid of not getting that than I am of any of the things people are saying that they're worried about. But I don't understand why you just don't make the girls, like make a different faction of the Girl Scouts, like a, a competing Girl Scouts. Yes. And they can go out and do the camping. They don't have to do the sewing or whatever it is that the Girl Scouts, I don't know what Girl Scouts do besides sell me cookies and God bless them for that. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know what else. Have you ever seen that story on people were like uh, arguing over whether this was an okay thing to do? It might have been Colorado. Um, a, a young girl uh, parked up right outside a dispensary. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, smart girl. Yeah, what's wrong with her being out there? Right. Park, park your table out in front of a dispensary, sell Girl Scout cookies. You will be the most successful Girl Scout in the Girl Scouts. 100%. Because all of the people walking out will pick some up. And they'll go, yep, I'm going to want that later. Yes. <laughs> 100%. I want all of that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. But, I mean, we're sort of beating a... Dead horse. Dead horse on this one. Which is much better than beating a live one. Yes, that is true. We don't want it. we don't condone uh animal cruelty on this show. Exactly. Why is it beating a dead horse? Like beating a live one is much worse. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why the horse is dead, to be honest. I I've never looked the looked up the reasoning why it's called that. I think it's because it's pointless to beat a dead horse. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm just looking here because there's one more thing I think I wanted to talk about. This is why I make notes beforehand. Yeah. Um, It was the Sprint T-Mobile merger. merger. Yep. Um, Because a lot of people don't know that the... um, the merger is 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 a merger. Uh, some people think it's like, oh hey, T-Mobile is buying them out or something, right? And that's actually not the case. Uh, they're merging, um, so everybody is gonna remain in the same job. However, the Sprint name is going bye bye. And I've heard the term new T-Mobile, but I think it's called T-Mobile. It's yeah, right now. For the Sprint customers, it's going to be called the new T-Mobile. For T-Mobile, it's just going to be called T-Mobile. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's going to just transfer. It's like when AT&T and Singular yeah. merged. Um, when they merged, uh, it was like Singular is now AT&T Singular. And then it became slowly Singular just went away. Yes. So, And I only know that because I was on Singular. And Dude, they, I don't even. When they became wow, AT and forgot about that. When when forgot they became AT and T, I jumped ship quickly because I hate AT and T cellular. Yeah, hated it. 
I had it initially, and they made me so mad that I swore I would never go back to them. So when they <laughs> bought Singular, I went, okay, well, now I'm going to Verizon, and I've been with them ever since. I love Verizon, even though I'm not with them anymore. I couldn't afford them after years. I was with, I, got, I got my Verizon phone uh, right after I graduated basic. We had that one day off before graduation, and I walked into a Verizon store and walked out with an... Motorola Android uh, something, um, which I really sincerely miss Motorola phones personally. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, more, uh, Verizon's awesome. Um, anyway, uh, the biggest like message really, the thing I want to say about it is, is a lot of my liberal friends are all mad about it. And I'm just like... I don't understand why anybody's mad about it. Yeah, I'm just like, look, look, look. This happens every day. Yeah, well, you know, they they feel as if it's like a company antitrust bullshit. Um, And it's just like, what is the alternative? They're not doing well at all. Sprint is not doing well. And they are saddled with a lot of debt. Which is actually the main reason why a lot of co- uh, a lot of companies have been closing down. Uh, I mean, Blockbuster, uh, part just part part of what they were part of the reason they had shut down was debt. Uh, but anyway, most recently, God, R.I.P. Blockbuster. Yeah, most recently though, uh, if uh, you still live in okay, so if you still ahead. live in an area that uh, has a Blockbuster. You may be impressed by this. You may not. I don't know. I still know my Blockbuster number. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I still know my Blockbuster number. I can walk into any Blockbuster, and if they say, do you have an account? Are there still Blockbusters out there? In Alaska. Oh, shit. Nice. Not where I am. Yeah. In Alaska, there's like two. Yeah. Uh, but I I was like, I was like, I could walk into any Blockbuster in the country, and if they say, do you have a card? I could say no, and they go, Okay, do you have an account? I can say yes. And then I can say my number is 292109. Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying it out loud. Obviously. (laughs) I'm just going to ring up all this stuff on Matt's account. Um, But, God, I miss Blockbuster. I wrote an entire story on my blog, mrright79.com, about how much I love Blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, oh well, uh, what I was gonna say. Oh, oh. Uh, so toys, uh, toys are us. Most recently, yeah. Um, a lot of people incorrectly assume like, oh, Amazon killed Toys R Us, and that's actually not the case. Um, Netflix did kill Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they were trying to change, but they had a. It wasn't the main reason, but they did have debt. However, uh, Toys R Us. Um, and oh crap! There's another company I was really was thinking of just now. Oh, Circuit City. Yeah. Debt. Not. Not Amazon. Not Newegg. Not any of the the other online. Re- Newegg is a huge. Um, I like that you, you saw made the a face. confused look on yeah. my face. Newegg is a huge uh, online retailer that is just like Amazon, but their complete focus is electronics, mainly computer parts. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, well, computer parts and computers. Um, Circuit City and Toys R Us 
closed down not because of the online stuff. It's because of debt. They they had so much debt that they had to file for bankruptcy. And that's what people don't understand. Uh, Sprint has a lot of debt. So what do you want to do? Do you want them to close down and have all these people liquefy everything? I mean, when that happens, their stuff will be up for grabs because it's not really a company anymore. They're going to start selling infrastructure, equipment, blah, 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 blah. And anybody could buy Verizon, uh, uh, AT&T, whatever. Um, But them merging with... T-Mobile is going to be an awesome thing. And John Legary or some shit, he's the CEO of T-Mobile. Right. Fucking love that guy. Like, if you need to follow this guy on uh, on Facebook and just this guy is they call him the un-CEO. Oh, is that that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know. He's awesome, I know man. He <laughs> he's awesome. Uh, but you know, what's the alternative to merging? It is. It's a merger, you know, and they will be. It's a merger, but they're still going to be like sort of semi their own entities still. Um, I mean, what else do you want? It's not their fault. Well, okay, it kind of is. It's the fault of regulations that's made it so hard for new telecommunications companies to come in. We've talked about this before, so I'm not going to repeat myself on that. So, I mean, it's not their fault that the market is so hard to get into. Well, I apologize. Hmm. Because I, I... I was going to say, it's partially their fault. It the is market. partially their fault. Yeah, but, it's partially their fault. But that's the case. I mean, you if you like regulations, uh, it's that that's what regulations do. It's hard for other companies to come in and compete. So... Don't complain about it. Uh, try to figure out why this is happening and, you know, have an open mind and you might understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we are way, way, way the fuck over time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and he just nodded like you could see that or hear that. <laughs> <laughs> he just nods. <laughs> like, oh, oh, no, I need you to say something here. Um, uh, so we should probably start to wrap this one up since we're about. Yeah, to- and it's. I mean, it's 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 fine. It's your last show, so yeah, it was kind of cool going all, all you know a little bit over. A little bit. Yeah. We're almost at two hours. Yeah, and we you know we were talking about fun stuff for like a good fucking forty minutes. Yeah. Damn it. I don't think I said the yes, F word until now. Oh, I did? Twice. Oh, damn. Yep. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. So, yeah, after this, I leave the show in your capable hands. Yeah, and afterwards, uh, we need to just figure out what's going on with the sound here. Right. Um, and I'm not going to say what everybody's bet is on how many shows you do while I'm gone. Well, I'll be doing all of them. Yeah. 16? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 It's going to be hard doing it by myself, but I think I could pull it off. Well, I mean, you know, guests and stuff. Well, I mean, the sh- the shows that I won't be having guests. I think I can I think I can bore people to death with my economics. 
probably. <laughs> actually, you know, I was I was actually thinking that I may do I may take excerpts from some of my favorite books, uh, uh, economics, libertarian books. Uh, read a little bit of them, and well, you know, read and talk about what the author is saying, like books from. Um, Oh crap! Economics in One Lesson by Henry, uh, oh, uh, Henry Hazlitt. Um, Henry Hazlitt, I think his first his last name Hazlitt. <laughs> uh, Murray Rothbard, Milton Friedman, um, whatever, whatever else. Um, I I was thinking I could I might I may do that on one or two of the shows and see how that goes. Going the Brian McClanahan route. Uh, I don't know. What does he do? Something similar. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so there's a cool podcast I started following on YouTube where they, it's really cool, they find random uh, Wikipedia, artic, uh, you know, pages, and they they just start talking about what they're, what, and they don't know anything about, they may know about the topic or they may not, because... I don't know if you've ever been down the Wikipedia hole. You can, re- been, yeah, yeah, you can read about Reese Witherspoon and end up looking at black holes. You yep. know, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take long to get there either. It's weird. Yeah, uh, so it's a really interesting show, and I really like it. Um, but I, I, I thought that that would be really interesting, and it would be a little bit more educational, in my opinion, than what we usually do. And people might enjoy it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. We will find out. Please don't kill all of our viewers. <laughs> don't yeah. kill our viewership. All right. That's uh Anyway. Uh once again, thank you to Low Tide. Thank you, Low Tide. Thank you, Justin. I would say shells up Bula to you, but you drank all yours early. <laughs> Bula. Bula. And I'm gonna miss you while I'm gone. I'll miss you too, man. And I'm going to, once I figure out what my work schedule is, I will let you know so we can try to like schedule a time that I can come on every once in a while. Okay. Yeah, definitely. On time. <laughs> yeah. I doubt you'll work weekends or maybe you will work. I'm working six days a week. Wow. It's like being, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be like my old job. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. So once I figure that out, we can kind of figure everything else out and I can't wait to get back on the show and talk to you about what's going on in the world and tell you all about, tell everybody about what is happening in Alaska. Cool. Um, thank you everybody that's, uh, tuning in right now on our audio show. Uh, and if you listen and watch for some reason, um, we will figure out the live stuff so people can tune in live. Um, anything else? All right, everybody. Uh, remember, as always, please watch. Please share. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Follow us at Instagram at muddied underscore waters. Nope. <laughs> That's Twitter. <laughs> Follow us at Twitter at muddy underscore waters. Uh, Instagram at muddied waters of freedom. Yep. And uh, Facebook.com forward slash Backslash. one of the slashes <laughs> uh, muddied waters of muddied waters or muddied, muddied waters, waters of freedom muddied waters of freedom. <laughs>
It's good to know he's been listening to me for the last year and a half on this. Yeah, but I'm not good at this. You remember when I tried to I introduce you? Then over the next 16 weeks, you're going to get real good at it. Though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, please like, please share, please follow. He sort of said everywhere that we're going to be going. Um, again, thank you all so much. I do. We do appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys tuning in and I am going to miss all of you over the course of the next four months. And I can't wait till I can come back on. Yep. Uh, so no, that's still you. Oh, remember where we're going because it's Alaska. We don't need roads. <laughs> oh, say hello to, uh, Palin for me. Because she pales in comparison. <laughs>